Welcome back, everyone, to Great Quarter Gals. Happy to have everyone here. It's actually going to be a special episode of Great Quarter Gal. Uh, Kaylee is not here with us today, which is no issue, as we've got some really incredible, incredible guests today. Uh, one in particular who uh, we've we've interviewed the company a couple of times, giving you a couple of hints now here, uh, but we'll bring them on here in a second. Uh, of course, I love doing this show because we get a wonderful opportunity not to just interview the incredible women in this space, but we also get the opportunity to thank and congratulate women who really stepped up their game and helped bring their company forward when it comes to DEI initiatives, which at the end of the day, uh, it's it's incredible to watch this industry grow and seek new opinions and seek new ideas, whether that be from more women in this space, whether it be from more diverse individuals joining our community. And it's just a step forward every day that we we focus on these issues uh, within our own companies and with our honestly even our own lines, lives as well. In particular, a lot of you might have uh, went to Orlando, enjoyed some really nice sunny weather over this last week at the TIA conference, and we had to give a shout out to someone who won an, a wonderful award. We're working on getting her on the show as well. Uh, if you were there, you probably saw this, but the wonderful Erin Van Zeeland from Schneider actually won an award at the event from the Women in Trucking Association. Again, uh, really powerful to see. And look at the background, too. We've got Kendra Tucker back there uh, having her receive the award, which is, again, incredible because here you go, a wonderful woman in the space leading it forward. And I'm happy to see this uh, this award go during, of course, a 3PL or brokerage type of conference showcasing the portrait of that leadership as well. Now, for all of you who might not know, Erin Van Zeeland is the Chief Commercial Officer over at Schneider, and she's a group senior vice president and general manager of logistics. I don't know, I don't know what that title doesn't cover, but to give you a little bit more of a focus on it, she's responsible for strategy, execution, and growth of the company's fastest growing segment right now, which of course is logistics. It's almost become a two billion dollar offering since she's taken lead, and she also oversees oversees without course company sales and marketing as well. So. Uh, incredible to see her have so many hands within that company, right? When we have different uh, voices and different uh, individuals taking lead and having them at least voice their opinions in these little areas. All they say, a rising tide raises all boats, right? Well, this is that same situation. So she was honored, of course, at the event with the 2023 Distinguished Women in Logistics Award. And another fun fact about her, this is something we brought up in the past and something that will likely come up in this conversation later today as well, is she leads the Snyder's Women's Network, which is an organization that was developed to attract, develop, and retain their best female talent and ensure that women are growing their careers at Schneider. I think that's something we've seen a number of unfortunate layoffs, which, you know, we could go back and forth on reason for that. The economy, yes, is where it is. But as we move into this recessionary period, this area in freight that's remains so, uh, well, consistently low, I was going to say inconsistent, maybe consistently low is the best way to put it. I love to see companies really focus on growing their talent and their career so that when we come up the other side of this, we've got some 
very strong leadership. So I love when I see a company has these groups because it does mean it, even that little effort, right, to showcase to your employees, listen, we want to make this a career for you. This isn't just supposed to be a job. This You aren't just a, uh, a pawn in this game. You are a talent and we want to invest in that talent and see that grow. And that leads to retention. And if we're going to talk numbers, we can go into exactly what retaining employees uh, can can help uh, with costs with the company. But it's just exceptional to see. We're going to work on having her on the show as well so we can talk with her deeper about the initiatives that she's doing over there, especially with the Women's Network. But I think we all need to nice give a nice round of applause to Erin and all the success, successful work that she's had over at Schneider as well. And for everyone that spent last week getting up to date on everything that's happening in the 3PL world, I think we all need to remember one of the most important individuals and the strongest community in our organization, or, or sorry, in our industry, really. And that is the small fleet and owner operator. So gotta let you know, of course, tomorrow we're going to have some wonderful females talking at this event, but most importantly, for all those small and maybe even owner operator carriers, Female carriers, we've got the wonderful event coming up tomorrow. It's our small fleet owner operator summit. I got to talk with a number of great individuals from Uber, uh, Adam Wingfield, who's been on the show, on the radio show on numerous times, uh, at least once a month. He's going to be there too. Truck Stop will be there. Uh, Evan Shelley with Truck Parking Club, who just made an incredible deal with uh, McDonald's. He'll be on the show. Uber Freight, OTR Solutions, want to talk about a powerful female in this industry. Grace Maher will be there from OTR. Kendra Tucker, who we just saw, will be a part of the event. Uh, we've got a lot of really great perspectives, I think, on the uh, small fleet and owner-operator side that are going to be a part of the show tomorrow. So make sure you check that out. I won't have a new episode of Point of Sale because you guys will be focused on this from about 9 a.m. to about 2.30 in the afternoon. And then we could talk later on the radio as well. And until then, I think it's uh, best for us to bring on our guests today. I'm very excited about this because we've got to interview a lot of people at this company. So every time we get someone new on board, I, I just get really pumped up. Uh, and this person has actually been in their role for about four-ish months now, new to the company. Carolyn Roach, she's a Chief Human Resources Officer over at XVO. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really humbled and excited to be here. <clears throat> Yeah, it's starting to turn into a thing where XPO hires a new C-level uh, talent and we interview them immediately. And I, I'm loving this. It's it's, uh, it's the last part of your interview uh, criteria. So I love the relationship we've been able to grow with you guys. And incredible at watching XPO, of course, grow, segment off into different pieces. And uh, Kaylee, I are a huge fan of, of the leadership over there. So Tell us about what attracted you to XBO because I was diving into your background and you have a wonderful background in, in of course, human resources, but also like uh, the financial side as well. So I'm interested, what brought you to XBO? Yeah, well, um, I was really intrigued actually at this opportunity. I think when I met my leadership team, I could sense the energy around positioning this company to be the world-class LTL carrier. As you mentioned, there's a tremendous amount of um, excellent women in the trucking and transportation industry, and I wanted to be a part of it. As a seasoned HR professional, I was particularly interested in this role because freight transportation, when you think about it, at its heart is a people-driven business. Here at XBO, we're really only as good as the level of service and quality that we can provide to our customers through our people. 
And we know we'll be most successful when we have a fully engaged, excited, and motivated workforce. There's a tremendous amount of excitement across the organization about what's now possible for us here at XPO. And so that energized me and was really a drawing point to be able to make an impact that I hope I can now in my new role as CHRO. Yeah, uh, nail on the head for that one. I mean, that's it. you're right. It's a it's a completely people driven business. I've done actually been doing a, a lot of research the last couple of weeks and more of the technology side of things. And the more and more I talk to people, even on that side, they need the human experience as well. So it's incredible to see that. Of course, you're you're jumping into this opportunity with that in mind and realizing in that as well. And I'm interested from your past experience. How do you think that's going to uh, trail over into XBO and help lead the, the people of the organization as well. Well, although I'm new to the industry, I'm I'm not new to human resources. Uh, I have uh, about two decades worth of great experiences. I've worked with tremendous HR teams across a very diverse range of industries, manufacturing, healthcare, building products, financial services, as you mentioned. Um, and in these roles, I've been able to lead key initiatives across the gamut of HR. So when you think about leadership development, uh, recruiting, learning, diversity and inclusion, compensation, employee engagements, right? I've been um, able to work in all of those spaces. Most recently, I led what we call the Global Talent Management and Diversity and Inclusion Office at Geldwen. And I think that the diversity of the roles, the industries, the organizations, and even the employee groups that I've supported have really provided me with the opportunity to learn the nuances of supporting both a salaried and an hourly population or corporate offices and field offices. Through those experiences, I've learned to grow programs at scale across very decentralized teams. And I'm trying every day to focus on honing that delicate balance of creating programs that work and motivate frontline employees as well as growing top executive leaders. I love that. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on that point, the difference between working with the different levels and maybe what you've learned in the past? I think that's something uh, even our audience could really learn from, right? Because they are motivated by different things. There's, you know, it's, it's funny in the past growing a business as well, you kind of go into it thinking, you know, everyone wants to be a business leader and everyone wants to be the top dog. And, and you start to learn that, People have different goals in life and, and different experiences they want to to achieve and, and honor. So how do you manage those two different relationships? Well, I think you have to be open and excited about being out in the field with your employees. From a, from a leadership perspective, I love to spend time in our terminals with our drivers, with our customer service teammates, with our sales rep, really getting to know them at the personal level to understand more about what motivates them. I spoke with a driver just last week in South Carolina who told me a story about how he was not cut out for college. He was a part-time doc worker with us. He went through our driving school and he's really now found his passion. He loves to drive. He loves to service the customer. He loves to take care of freight. And those are really exciting stories. He didn't tell me he wanted to be a corporate executive. He told me he loves to drive and then he's found his passion. I also think it's important that as an HR person, I have a very talented field HR team that also gets to know the clients that they support. We leave our business cards, we participate in the picnics, we meet the families, and we make sure that the benefits, 
programs, the policies are equitable and again, scalable for lots of different types of employees across our, our fabulous organization. That's perfect. And that, that story too, it's, there's nothing that I'm sure you receive a lot of uh, almost gratitude, internal gratitude when you see that, right? You put, there's nothing better than placing someone in a role that you can tell was meant for them. And that's a, a real true uh, life experience right there. Uh, I'm interested as clearly XBL has moved into this standalone LTL company. What are your priorities in your role for the company now? Have, have, are they changing at all with that being said? Or is there certain uh, goals that the company has uh, with that standalone that you're helping push forward at this time? Sure, sure. So you're right. We are positioning ourselves as a standalone LTL company, going to be the world-class carrier for all of our customers. And I believe that as an HR leader, it's very critical that any priorities that I have or my team have are completely aligned to my CEO, to Mario, to the leadership team, and to the company's strategy. I even said to my team yesterday, if you're working on things that are not aligned to the business, let's have a conversation to make sure that they are relevant and valuable. First and foremost, we're very focused on creating a safe and highly engaging work environment for our teammates. It's critical to me and to our leaders that our teams are very excited to come to work each day And at the end of their shift, at the end of a long day, they get to go home safely to their friends and family, and they're proud of the work and the service they've delivered. As we focus on service and quality, my HR team is laser focused on attracting and retaining and developing the best talent, either in this industry or across industries. As you know, we hire for drivers and dock workers, as I've mentioned, but we also hire top technology talent. We look for finance leaders. We look for communications professionals. We really are looking for people who have a passion to deliver great work and have a great great attitude each day. And then I would say third, you know, when I think about our HR priorities, my team and I are very focused again on delivering progressive and, and applicable HR programs, benefit solutions, policies, that are tailored to both of the types of employees that we have, a broad LTL workforce, um, not only today, but also for the future. That's a, it's a really great point too, the the vast different roles that are entering the space, right? And uh, it's it's incredible too to think, because I know, especially XBO, as you are the LTL, that LTL piece, I'm sure there's so many different ways that even technology-wise that you can grow yourself, help, clearly become more efficient over time uh, and bring in those those new those new tech roles that this industry is just just starting to see now. I'm interested from your experience in other industries, which actually when you, you bring up manufacturing, building products, things like that, you probably already have had close relationships with transportation and that with, with those different segments. But uh, what has it been like for you entering this industry that's kind of going through its own tech revolution and and setting up a company that's willing to take on that individual. Because again, someone who wants to be a truck driver or someone who wants to lead sales at an LTL organization, uh, that personality is usually a lot different than one who's uh, really killing it in the technology side uh, of of the roles. Uh, so what's that like for you kind of diving into this like new group of recruiters that our industry is just starting to uh, dip their toes in? Well, I think you have to just 
make sure that we are articulating that employee value proposition. We're looking for people who are excited about coming to an organization that, again, is people-driven, that has a tremendous opportunity to grow, to take market share. We're investing in the business, both in capital and in time and talent. And I can talk to a lot of different functional um, roles about that opportunity. You can grow your career here. We do a lot in terms of accelerated development. And I think from a technology, we've only scratched the surface. I think if we can bring efficiency and effectiveness to the way that we move freight across our network, if we can do it better together with people that are excited and proud of the work, then it's a technologist's dream. They get to see the work that they do come to fruition when they're driving down the road on an afternoon and they can see one of our trucks. Um, I think that's really powerful and a, and a strong, compelling employee value proposition that I'm happy to sell to the market. I would agree. And especially when a company is going through this type of transition, right? Who wouldn't want to be at the forefront of that change as well? Uh, you, you spoke on career growth. And I'm interested, we've talked with the, uh, your company Alice in the past, a little bit more with uh, the, your past chief diversity officer, but I'm interested from your role, uh, how how programs excelled when it comes to career growth at the company? I know that you've had some interesting like courses and stuff like that. Uh, are those continuing to grow? And, and what maybe programs are you looking to put in place uh, now in the role as well? Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, I've been here a few months and I was extremely impressed with the foundation of work that has already been put in place. And I hope I can build on that and truly just accelerate some of those learning opportunities. We're very focused on, again, being an employer uh, of choice, and we're very focused on internal development. One of the ones I'm most excited about, if I can share, is a program called Grow at XPO. This program is aimed at providing our hourly employees an opportunity to do self-paced learning that really empowers them to move into higher paying positions. And often those positions come with additional responsibility and opportunities to even have further growth later on. The employees who participate in Grow at XPO are encouraged to take time out of their day to job shadow, to complete both online and in-person workshops, as well as have career conversations with their manager, their supervisor, and teammates of mine across the HR function. This is a great program that everyone can be a part of. And my hope is that as we look across our almost 300 terminals and service centers, at least one person from each of those service centers will participate throughout a given year. I think it's a tremendous program. I'm very excited to see that grow and develop. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Grow XBO. I've covered it a couple of times. And what sounds really great about it too is it's almost like you know, if you want to participate in it, you don't have to. But if you do, it can really excel your career. And that's what's great about it is like it's it's not so much mandatory, but it's organically allowing the employees to grow in the roles that they want to or maybe roles that they're interested in that like the driver situation, right, that they might not have had the opportunity when they first apply to to be a part of. So I love, every time I, I dive into it and see more that's coming out of Grow, it's I get really excited because I think that that takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work, right, to put those programs together to make sure that the classes are working fine. And I think there's other organizations that might look at it and say, well, what's the ROI? What's the payoff? And, you know, this industry is big on that. But there's huge payoff that comes with that. You're retaining, 
you're growing your own, you're creating a culture and you're growing those people into that culture. And it's, let's not one talk about cost, the cost of recruiting on top of that. Right. So I, I get really excited whenever I hear more about grow over time as well. Can you tell us about how company culture right, has evolved too and, and how you're working to drive business success within the culture too? Absolutely. So we are definitely evolving as a culture. As I mentioned, it's a people-driven organization. We have great people. We're expanding and growing our network. We're investing in our fleet. We're investing in technology. Um, but at the end of the day, the culture is underpinning the success of all of this, right? If we don't have a culture of respect, of teamwork, of working again better together and delivering high quality, those other investments will will be only short term in nature. We stay very close to our employees. So we host a number of different roundtables. We do quarterly surveys to try to hear what's on their mind. I like to go out, as I mentioned, talk to drivers. Mario, I think, gives his cell phone number out. I haven't gotten that bold yet, but I have given my card out uh, multiple times. And uh, and we communicate often, right, with our employees. We want to, and then and then we respond. We try to ensure that our reward and recognition programs are directly related to things that motivate um, our operations leaders. They're they're directly related to metrics that we see and that people can get behind. We've made a few changes in our compensation programs to make sure that operational metrics are part of what's driving managers and even up to senior leaders. Um, so I think all of those are are underpinning and it's working, right? I mean, we we are seeing the highest employee satisfaction scores ever in the company's history just in our Q1 survey results. And I can't take all the credit for that. So I'll give that to the the previous leaders. Um, but that's that's the road that we're on. And that's the road that when we talk about organically driven culture, you know, that's what's really we're evolving to 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 be that world class carrier. Well, you know, I'll let you take credit for it. And uh, we're almost, we're, once we get past this quarter too, it's officially yours. So don't get it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no, and it's, it's, that's incredible. I know that's a big part of this, right? It's, it's the metrics behind it. Uh, the engagement is absolutely incredible. And I love that you've, you've focused on these areas, but uh, a part of it too is is showing the metrics of it so that others can learn from the company and, and hopefully learn to uh, create the same type of sustainable sustainable culture. I think that's the key, right? Like, it's not just about, here's this culture that we want, but no one can actually achieve it. You want it to actually be sustainable over time and to grow. So kudos to the team. I, like I said, I no bias here. I enjoy interviewing everyone from the company. And last thing I want to touch on is the DEI aspect, right? The diversity, equity, inclusion can you tell us about your commitment to that, XBO's commitment to that, and how you're planning to expand on that in your role? Yeah, yeah. So I, I personally believe that organizations need to focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion because it is good for business. It drives innovation. It pushes us to think differently. It highlights different ideas. And it's also the right thing to do just as humans, um, as we're driving again, this culture, it's the right thing to do. When I talk about DEI, I actually like to flip it and I like to talk about inclusion first, because I believe that when you have an environment that is truly inclusive, you then can attract that diverse set of individuals and then your programs will be equitable, right? You'll be thinking from a more equitable mindset 
if you start with inclusion first. As you mentioned, there's been a tremendous amount of work to ensure that we are focused on this, that any employee and any future employee can come here, no matter their race, no matter their ethnicity or their background, their gender, their sexual orientation, their military service that they've done, their religion, any of that is welcome. And I want them to feel that they can thrive. I think that we need to continue as leaders to focus on finding opportunities for internal promotion and development to make sure that our leadership and our management ranks are fully represented across diversity. And I also call on all of us as teammates to make sure that when we see things that are maybe kind of operating in counter to this, that we have conversations and we have open dialogue around how we can be a better together and a very diverse and inclusive organization. Absolutely. I mean, that's, I wrote, I wrote this down and I will use this in the future and I will credit you, but inclusion first is an app. I've never heard someone explain it that way, but it's so funny. It reminds me like, um, I've had discussions with recruiters before about how to recruit women. And the best way to recruit women is to retain women and that it becomes part of your culture. And it's the same, I mean, it's the same exact thing that you're saying here, right? It, Focus on building an inclusive environment and watch, uh, you know, if we build it, they will come, right? So the same thing here. If we build that inclusive environment, don't be surprised. The incredible people that we see apply for these positions as well. So like I said, write right. it down. We'll credit okay. you. We're gonna use it. <laughs> but it's the first time I've heard it I really listen that way. And I think that's a really great way to get people to understand the importance of it as well. So thank you so much, Carolyn, for being a part of this interview today. Like I said, it's uh, even the job's officially yours now. We just interview every single new person at C level. So it's, it's officially yours. And uh, congratulations for, for becoming a, um, a part of a really great team. Uh, I'm excited to watch you excel and happy to have you on the show in the future. I really look forward to it. Thank you for supporting us and cheering us on. And we, uh, I look forward to coming back and telling you some great progress that we're making. Uh, we'll get you in the schedule. We'll go for a couple quarters from now. We'll, we'll check and see how everything's going. Thank you so much. And, and for our audience out there, thank you so much for being a part of Great Quarter Gals and, and bringing this uh, podcast up to the level it's got. And make sure you share this and you post this and you show other women in your industry this wonderful podcast so we can all learn and grow as well just like xbo is creating that same exact culture within their four walls until then enjoy yourselves and i will talk to you all next week one two three